Hey there friends, it's Nick. Okay, so this is a sprint episode. It's coming out on a Sunday. And actually we're into, we're up at the 21st sprint of the year. And (laughs) unfortunately, it's the same sprint as last week. So seven days ago, I talked about how I needed to, to continue preparing really the 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 content for the Seth Godin interview in episode 1000, which is now, what, 16 or so days away, 17 days away, something like that. And I have, you know, I've started, I haven't finished, though. This week's been, it's turned out to be a really busy week. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes life just gets in the way. So my sprint for the coming week is going to be the same thing. Essentially, I'm I'm... I've got all these notes. I don't. I can't remember whether I mentioned much about it last year, but I'm. My goal is to make this page around or the content around this Seth Godin interview really deep and compelling, and go back through, you know, all the books that he's written or many of the books that he's written, which are related to the values of telling stories, not just explicitly, not just you know, coming coming up with the stories and, and publishing them, but the story we are telling about ourselves and our business in every sense through, you know, the design of our website maybe or the, the way that we speak to customers or, you know, all those kind of things that, that end up influencing the story we are telling, but also more importantly, of course, the story that other people are telling about us. So that sprint is is ongoing, alas. So rather than dwell on that I thought I'd just talk about something else yesterday I I talked a little bit about this idea of of perfection and mastery and what have you and craft and the one of the points I was making I suppose was that things like craft you're never going to be done you're never going to be finished learning and of course my craft is writing and I know that I have so much improving to do still but also one of the things that that you know, we all learn, I think, as we get older, is that it's not just learning new things, it's going back and reminding yourself of the of the fundamentals. And I'm sitting here recording this with a, a book by, two books actually, by a friend of mine, Scott Keezer. I've mentioned him before. Uh, he's the writing guy on LinkedIn. And I'm sitting here with Winner Takes All, which is one of his books. But there's also another book, Rhetorica, where Scott is really talking about, I think, 21 techniques that that help you communicate, help you write, help help you be persuasive on the page. And one of the things that I love about Scott's work is that he he his love and focus on language, you know, sort of comes through every page. And one of the things that I'm sitting here reading, reminding myself really, is that Scott talks about the register of English and the, the register well it's interesting I last week I read a book called The Shortest History of England which is really yeah it's a history of England more or less from the time Caesar turns up I may have mentioned it before to to now essentially and it's one of the things that comes through so clearly is how the, the you know England the idea we have of England and the English is so intertwined with all the people that have invaded. You know, we tend to think of ourselves as a kind of a an island fortress, but the truth is, the truth is we're not <laughs> we're not a fortress at all. We had the Danes coming at one point. We had Vikings, obviously Danes and Vikings, and um, bringing with them 
what we now call, you know, Anglo-Saxon, the, the sort of the prototypical English language. In 1066, of course, we had uh, the French, the Normans coming over. And for hundreds of years, really, we're looking at French as the the language of the kind of the aristocracy, the ruling class and, you know, the poor old Anglo <laughs> Anglo-Saxons were, you know, kind of messing around with this more basic language in the mud, so to speak. And when Scott's talking about the register, he's really talking about where where in this whole kind of um, continuum of language we are choosing to speak from. So here's an example he gives in uh, Winner Takes All. This is from page 83. He's talking about how we might talk about things related to money, right? So if you think of the, the register as having a kind of a formal layer, a more sort of middle plain English layer and a sort of slang layer, we might say for the formal layer, legal tender, remuneration, consideration, currency, liquid assets, disbursement, emolument, I'm not even pronouncing that right, or funds. These are relatively highfalutin terms for money. But if we were in the more central part of the register, I guess you might say the more Anglo-Saxon part, you might say cash, you might say pay, you might say wages. This is simpler, simpler language. And obviously, if you get into slang, you might talk about dough or dosh or wonga or redis or, <laughs> or lager vouchers, which I've actually never heard of before, but that did make me laugh. And similarly, if we, you know, you think about how when we, so often when we write, we become like a different person. You know, we might say additional instead of extra. We might say in excess of instead of more than, or we might say personnel instead of staff or people. And one of the, the fundamentals that Scott talks about is this idea of sticking in the middle of the register. Plain English, plain English tends to be shorter. It tends to be easier to understand. It tends to resonate more. You know, we don't. if we talk about, um, oh, what's a good example? Come on, Scott, help me out. <laughs> Yeah, so if if you know if we talk about cutting something, uh, reducing something, let's say reducing something, that's a very different sort of feel from slashing something. You see, and there's a there's a kind of a a magic, there's a kind of a visceralness to the the language when we we you know we use the middle register, and we are better able to communicate, we are better able to connect with people. And it's writing that more people will want to read. Anyway, I've gone on a bit, but um, this is what I mean by craft. You know, I have to remind myself, I have to go back. And part of it is constantly going back and trying to remind myself of the fundamentals and drilling myself in the fundamentals. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into what I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.